Hello, everyone, and welcome to D&D Sports Radio. I'm Joe Ross. I'm Benjamin Sally. This is our first podcast, and just a little warning, we ramble on a bit, and we also discuss our original podcast name, which we've since changed to D&D Sports Radio. Enjoy the podcast. Indeed. Ben Sally. Um, so what we're going to try to do is, uh, well, I think you explained it best. Which, which part where we're just... We are, what we're doing here. Like, yeah, so we, we think... Why are we sitting around this microphone on your couch? Yeah, so we, we've actually looked around for both of us independently for a version of this podcast, which is why we decided to do it, is just what do you, what do, you do when you just want to find out the the basic info that's not so inside baseball that you don't know what's going on. With Dungeons and Dragons. With specifically Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and sometimes our relationships. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have a separate baseball. Well, no, we don't actually. Maybe we'll start a, an actual inside baseball no, podcast. No, I don't know anything about baseball. Oh, okay. I do some, but I don't know if I'd call it inside. That, that'd be even worse than this one. It would be. <laughs> So we're going to talk about uh, Dungeons and Dragons and hopefully give um, a dummy's perspective of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, ben, you start. You originally played Dungeons and Dragons when high school. In high school, yeah, like through. I think as one of my buddies moved moved into my hometown, and that was in high school. So we we started playing in high school. His brother was our DM. Okay. Which is, if you've never played, the Dungeon Master. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know. Like we, I always assumed when, as an outsider that the Dungeon Master was the nerdiest of the group. Um, but it turns out I think it's the most fun part of the group. But, you know, I didn't. Stuff I didn't know then. I love that stuff. Yeah. The, so, the stuff my girlfriend has said <laughs> that, that she assumes is ridiculous. <laughs> and I think we talked. We're going to have... Both of our ladies on at some point, who neither one of them play, and both make fun of us. Yeah. To no end. <laughs> That's true. So you started playing in high school, and then really just stopped playing for a long time, and just started yeah, back we, up recently. We all kind of we played. My my friend's older brother was our DM, mm-hmm. and he was ten years older, so he was. <clears throat> I guess that would have put him in his early 20s at the time which is which now in in hindsight is so young but he so he he was our dm and when we all finished high school and everyone kind of went their separate ways i just kind of i just kind of drifted away yeah and then i think the same thing happened to me that maybe happened to you was i started watching stranger things and they opened with the D &D game yeah yeah it was about that same time last year i had a couple of friends ask me to come over and eat dinner and they called it dinner and dragons and i was told that did, did you know what that meant i i knew what the dinner part meant and i knew i knew that we were going to be playing dungeons and dragons a, after dinner <laughs> and i think my only true experience with dungeons and dragons at that point was the community episode of dungeons and dragons uh, which, if you haven't seen, is see. I didn't watch that. I don't watch that show. Yeah, you should. You should watch it. Every, everyone tells me it's just yeah. one of those. Like sometimes I've only got so many. So Check many it out. Hours. At least watch it. We'll. I mean, maybe after we're done recording this, we'll spend twenty minutes and watch that first episode because it's hilarious. But um, yeah, I, I went over to their house for dinner, and they had made a character for me named uh, Bing Bong. Is this a dwarf? Is he the dwarf? He's he's a he's a halfling barbarian. So he's a he's oh, a halfling kind of that yeah. So he's a halfling, um, and uh, he carries a giant axe. And my friend Zach thought that was just hilarious that like a a little guy carrying an axe as big as him. Um, 
And uh, so that was, yeah, that was, so I show up, I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons outside of community and Stranger Things. Because you've played zero, zero at this point. Zero, okay. yeah. And this, this is who, this is who this podcast is for, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it is, is part it's the, we're aiming for the zero experience person who's maybe kind of interested, but because because honestly and i don't you know this just some of some things are like this but the community is is almost like slightly overprotective of their thing and it can be a little tough to kind of wade through that yeah it's yeah it's kind of hard like where do you even start how do you even start asking questions yeah so I, i remember we finished dinner which was excellent i think heidi made dinner and and everyone introduced themselves as their character, and that was a little awkward for me. Like after, like you ate. Some, well, I knew you, everyone there. Like you ate some fish, and then they were like, <laughs> "Let's get started." Hi, I'm Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah, they all went around the table and said, "Like, okay, here's we'll introduce like the characters that we are in this game," and I didn't know what was going on. Like I looked across the table. There's everything just kind of set up. There's already. just like a bunch of well, I mean no, because like we ate and then they roll out this mat and then they there's a giant bag of dice and they give me like a wad of dice is the best way to describe it. I'm holding all these things and then um, they gave me a character sheet, so they gave me this piece of paper with my character's name Boy, on that, it. That's that that's a little bit overwhelming at first. And I look. I at can this see thing. how that would throw anyone off. The character sheets kind of. <laughs> If you don't know what is going on, I could see how that could almost be a turnoff. Yeah, and I was interested in playing. I thought it sounded fun. And I looked down at this character sheet, and the only things that I think I recognized on it were maybe what was in Final Fantasy. Like, oh, hit, <laughs> I know what hit points means. I know that one. Yeah, which is funny, because all of that stuff, that that all sort of generated out of Dungeons and Dragons, which is crazy to think about, because mm-hmm. this, this is like, this stuff started in the seventies, mm-hmm. and so hit points, health bars, all those <laughs> stats, finding treasure, like, like it happens in RPG games, all is based on very similar mechanics to Dungeons and Dragons, and comes out of that, which just, I mean, there's a whole industry based on. Weirdly enough, this this part of this game. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of things came from this. I'm finding out as I as I wade deeper. Yeah, same here. Because I like when we played. It was very much uh, like we were probably like now that I think about it, the worst players because we're high school students, like kids. And so we'd go out, we'd we'd do the normal like get in trouble stuff, and then we'd. And then we would, uh, we do the normal like high school stuff. But then we, you know, every two weeks or so, kind of like we do now, we'd we'd get together and like stay over at my friend's house and we'd play. But oh god, I think we were the worst because he did all the work. Looking back on it, I was like, why couldn't we play more? And now that, because now that I'm playing, I realize like, God, that's so crappy. He had to do so much work for a bunch of jerks. (laughs) Yeah, I think, so yeah, I, I mean, just kind of going back to that night, I had fun. I had fun, but I, I really didn't know what I was doing, and didn't know what I was doing. So what did you, so what did you do? Did you like go buy the books, or did you sit in on some more games with them? I just sat in, and each time, they were like, okay, what do you do? And I would say, I'll do, I do this. And they're like, cool. And I was like, I just made up something. And they said, cool. Like, you can do whatever you want. So I, I thought that was odd. It's yeah. a weird feeling, like, to have that freedom. But also, I think when we got to a point where we were in turn-based combat, so, like, when we started fighting monsters in this game, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, okay, I want to do this. What do I do? And they're like, look at this, point to this. And it was cool. So, like, they were very... They had been playing, I think, for about a year or two at this point, and mm-hmm. were just super patient with me and taught me how to do that. And maybe that's how they were taught, too, and I don't know if that was how you learned. Honestly, I have zero memory of 
what it was like when we started. Because I was coming in as a total rookie. My my good friend and his brother had played previous to them moving to my hometown. But I don't like to tell you the truth. I don't remember. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I mean, it's. We, yeah. I just remember, like, for me, it was like I started watching Stranger Things. And I was like having like flashbacks <laughs> to growing up. And I was like, I got it. That sounds really fun. I had fun doing that. And so I just, I bought the player's handbook first and then sort of started feeling out some of my friends to see if anyone would want to play. Mm-hmm. And I had a ton of people say, yeah, sure, that sounds fun. I've always wanted to do that. I never did it. So nobody that I'm running my game for had ever played before. Zero. But they've had a blast so far, and we've had one of them get the book already, which is honestly as a big score as a DM <laughs> is when your players start buying the player's handbook. <laughs> um, so I think ultimately what, what why we want to do this podcast is we, we were talking the other day on, on a drive to Louisville, and talking about how it's it's difficult to get started and it's yeah, we it's, do this in kentucky by the way yeah this is in yeah so we're in kentucky uh and we're secret base location yeah that <laughs> is our secret base but just wanted to it's my art studio <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're trying to figure out a way to to get like people that are mildly interested in playing but have no idea where to start this is hopefully yeah we we want it because Honestly, and, and here's the truthful part of this whole thing: we barely know what we're doing. Right. Like, and we're so we're constantly bouncing ideas off each other because we're both independent of each other, like running two games. So I'm a DM, and my batch of friends, Joe is a DM with his like group of players, and we didn't even find out we were doing this until later. I feel like. Yeah, I remember I... I so just, uh, this is, I don't know if you, how interesting this podcast is going to be at this part, but so uh, we're... We're already rambling. Yeah, we're working, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're working on opening a uh, donut shop in Louisville, and um, Ben um, has been working on various projects for that um, since probably, what, this, or no, maybe, we talked, we started talking about it probably like last fall. Yeah, something like that. And I, I remember, so I came into your your our uh, our secret base we're in right now, and I looked over and I saw three books, three. Uh, I saw the player's handbook, the dungeon master guide. Oh yeah, that is how yeah, that happened. And the monster manual, and I said, that. "What are those?" <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that is how that happened. Yeah. So God, and I have a terrible memory. Then we started talking about. Uh, well, I, it's fine. Like I have this weird. I can remember very specific moments vividly in my life, but I don't know where my keys are at any point in time. Like I've already in the last month. What I've, is it if you don't have either one of those? You know, like remember I just told you, like I lost my sunglasses, but then I found them again. Uh-huh. Well, one I've lost another pair. Like it's the same one. They keep getting lost and found. But <laughs> so I have that problem. But I strangely have very vivid memories of things uh, from my uh, past. But short term memory, I don't have any. I have neither. Anything. So, anyways, yeah, I looked down and said, "Hey, are you playing? What are you doing?" And, you're, and you said, "I think about starting a game with some people." Yeah, I think I'd had the books at that point. We weren't playing yet, though. Right. Yeah. We, we were still. I was still. I think procrastinating a little because I had never DM'd before I started this. I never DM'd growing up. It was always my friend's brother, and so I was probably procrastinating a little. Yeah. Because I didn't. Because I knew it was going to be a lot of work, and I, and I barely, were potentially someone listening to this is right, like barely understood how it worked. Besides asking the DM questions all the time, and I knew that I couldn't get away with that. Yeah, if I'm going to be running the game, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're both playing Five E, right? Fifth edition. I played. Which is the and like I gotta try to remember like we're let's keep this very basic. So each time a new set of rules comes out for yeah we might as well we might as well officially start the part where we (laughs) we talk about Dungeons and Dragons as a as a as an actual 
subject matter. Yeah. <laughs> the Our nostalgic memories yeah. of growing up. Yeah, so, yeah, we played three... I think we played three did 3.5 that was a thing there was a 3.5 yeah so each edition that's come out um and we'll 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 go through and and find out what those were but each time a new set of rules has come out uh, or is that the proper grammar (laughs) each time like a rule set yeah each time a new rule set comes out they label it a different edition so, so just to kind of like start Hopefully, adding some clarity to this <laughs> It's like we're we're just going to kind of run over the basics of what D and D is today, and kind of the big picture, how it works. If you've never played, and you have some friends that you want to sit down and either run a game, or you're going to play with them, and you've never played, sort of like what it is exactly. So we're we're going to be looking at this from the perspective of. 5e which is the fifth edition rule set and is the most recent and seems to be by and large the most popular it seems like it to me but i don't know if that's just it's a nice it well it's it's certainly i mean aside from the basic stuff which i'll get into my one big gripe later because i bring it up all the time with joe um it's a it's a the core rules themselves make a lot of sense i think there's There've been editions where it seems like certain aspects have been very popular, but other aspects were not, or made it hard to start playing if you had never played before. And so there's been kind of a, and you know, some parts have been magnified and reduced over the years during different editions. But this one, by and large, seems pretty balanced to me. Yeah, I think, I think the beauty of the game or why it's so enjoyable to me is I, I feel like I've always loved board games. Like I've loved different board games. Yeah, We might as well start this since this is the beginning. This yeah. is sort of like, what is D and D? We might as well start off saying we're a fifth edition. That's what we're playing. Yeah. We might as well explain exactly what D and D is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've always loved board games and I think a lot of times I would, grow tired of a game because i would i would say well gosh if it, if you could just do this in this game oh yeah that would be like, cool wouldn't it be fun yeah wouldn't it be fun if this happened and i think what dungeons and dragons does it is it kind of solves that it, it allows you to have that openness but in turn that makes for a very complex rule set that is that can be constantly changing and that's why i think there are so many additions is that you yeah, as they Pe- people play, they either <laughs> call up or now they probably get on the Facebook page of <laughs> the parent company and complain Reddit about or stuff. whatever it is. But so so the way D and D kind of works, and this is like, I'm sure this is going to just some people are going to want to just fall asleep listening to this description <laughs> if they've played before. But so the way D and D works is, I think a lot of my people that showed up was they were expecting you know a board you know a board game and they knew kind of the basics this is lord of the rings ish maybe kind of something like that but they really didn't know and so in a nutshell you're playing a you're telling a story the dm or game master depending on your flavor is telling a story and you have these characters that all of the other people at the table are playing. They're playing a character. And you're deciding what you want your character to do as the DM spins this yarn. Yeah. And everything else supports how that works. It just gives a little bit of structure to those to that universe. So you can't just say, I do this, and it's... Like no, you can't fly a space shuttle in <laughs> and <laughs> pick everyone up. It it kind of yeah it, it it grounds a lot of those elements of chance in something that is at least a little bit logical. Yeah, you can't just have people willy nilly doing whatever whatever the hell they want. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta roll dice. Yeah. Yeah, 
I think it's yeah you you, you nailed it for me I, I I describe it as um, telling a story with your friends like you if you're the dungeon master or if you're a character you are getting together and um, it, it, I've told people it's an adult way to pretend again. Um, yeah, I think another analogy that, that helped me when I was explaining this to some of the people who haphazardly agreed to play with me <laughs> was that if, if this is a video game, the DM is the computer. Yes. And everyone playing is the person who owns the PlayStation. <laughs> so they have the controller... And the DM is basically doing all those, you know, the random characters you bump into and the landscape and all of that. The DM is is the artificial intelligence, <laughs> which is, I think, a great way to describe both of us. <laughs> is they're doing all that work. So they, they're not usually playing as a character. And even some of this is probably makes no sense too. Yeah. But as hopefully as we go in a little bit, it'll start to clear itself up some. But the what you're going to find when you start playing is a the player's handbook will appear immediately. Yes. Which is the there's three basic books that you need that a DM's going to need, and one book that the players will need, which is one of those three. And that main book is the player's handbook which contains the core rules to the game, how to create characters for all the players, um, a little bit of basic stuff the DM's going to need to reference. Um, you've got weapons and all of those things which exist in this. Yeah. At least the world that Wizards of the Coast has created, which is the parent company yeah. that's who owns D&D. I think yeah, that's and so if you're just if you want to start, you're like I want to play D, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. You've you may have seen it. Uh, it you, there's lots of opportunities for you to watch other people play, and you don't have to be uh, a voice actor like on Critical Role, and uh, you don't have to be uh, hilarious um, like the McElroys. You don't have to be comedians and and like. Be. Yeah, their podcast is really good. Though. It's so funny. Um, but what you do, what you, all you need really, it, it, you can you can watch any of those and, and take inspiration or kind of see how it what happens at the table. Um, but yeah. it's going to be different at every my game with my friends is going to look a lot different than Ben's game with his friends. But anyways, all that saying, if you want to start playing, you got to get the player's handbook. You got to get the player's, somebody's got to get player's it. handbook and and some dice. And, and yeah, and that's that's all explained in there. Sometimes, and I'll be honest, badly, <laughs> yeah. which is also why we're doing this podcast. Um, the other two books you'll need, if you're going to DM or game master, however you want to call it, is the Dungeon Master's Guide and the Monster Manual. Yeah, that's what they recommend. But if we're being completely honest, you could get away without. You could get the player's handbook, and I mean, I, I started yeah, you, my game with just that. You definitely could. I actually bought the starter set at first. That was my first purchase. Yeah, which is a pared down version of the player's handbook. They've got like a starter rule set, and then a pared down version of the dungeon master's guide and the monster manual and a pre-built adventure. So. It's an excellent place to start. Yeah, that's a great place to start, especially because, if you're going to if you're yeah if you've never played. To, I 100% recommend you get that first, and if you start getting into like territory, you're like I don't know how this works, or you start getting hit with questions you can't answer. Maybe pick up the player's handbook at that point. I mean, they're not expensive. They're like 35 bucks, and to be honest, like we've played with just mine for a little bit. I've mm-hmm. I've got people starting to buy them now. Yeah. But which is great, because <laughs> I'm getting sick of handing it around. <laughs> well, it's also nice that you see that they're buying into playing. You know, like, oh, I want to know more. Yeah, I didn't totally blow yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think yeah, the premise of this is to say, you where do you start? I think the best best yeah, place to do. Yeah, and I think is, we're honestly we're like <laughs> we're seriously probably rambling a little more than we will later because. <laughs> 
it's a little weird when you've never played trying to explain this whole thing. Yeah, it really is. But it, it really is a, just a story that you're telling with your friends with some rules to keep the story on track. But honestly, you can ignore some of the rules. You can fudge the rules when it makes... The, if, if you feel it's more fun or you feel like you're losing players to <laughs> boredom. Um, and we definitely have... I've At least I know in my game, I've got... A married couple that are on two completely different ends of the spectrum. The wife just wants to smash Hulk and <laughs> get in fights. Yeah. And the husband is like, let's explore and talk to people. <laughs> Which, like, honestly, they could not be more different. And they both get bored when the two other things are going on. <laughs> yeah, it's tough tough to balance that. But, uh, yeah, do you have any other recommendations? Like, it's just, just to, if, if you're starting out, you got to start with the player's handbook, right? Yeah, and, def- definitely. Right, and then I think what was c- complicated about that for you and me both is we get this thing, and we're we're reading through it, and we're that's not. I was just as lost as I was before I got the book for for a for a little while. Yeah, which is also which is honestly the reason Joe and I've created this podcast is we're going to go through each episode we're going to pick out a particular topic and try to pare it down to its its essence um we'll do our best to you know talk about which page this is on how we've run into issues with it just hopefully to bring a little bit of clarity because i was explaining to joe my big gripe with this book is is that it's it's laid out exactly how my mom tells stories, which is she starts in the middle, and she goes to the end, and then right before the end, she goes back to somewhere else, and I have no idea what's going on by the time she's done or what happened. Uh, and I think, I think a lot of that is these books are written by people that have played this game for probably thirty-five years. Yeah, they're played for decades, and it's so familiar to them that it probably makes perfect sense that it's laid out the way it is but my god if you have never played before it, it's all over the like just basic stuff is like in the middle of the book things yeah. that you probably should know in the very beginning <laughs> yeah i described it as playing choose your own adventure like when you got those books when you're a kid or when i was a kid i don't know if they exist anymore but you get your, you get the choose your own adventure books and it's like if you decide to do this, turn to page three hundred and twelve. Or if you decide to do this, turn to page twenty six, and then you you earmark both yeah. of those spots, and then you you die, or you get to the end of the book in an unsatisfactory way, and then you try to go back through all the places you dog eared, and you are you have no clue where you started. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I felt as a new player reading the player's hand. Agreed. Me too. Love what they're doing. Yeah, but. Man, they, they, I feel like they should really just get someone in that has no idea what they're doing and just have them read through this thing and just and just, <laughs> just really sit there and point out yeah. all the layout. Because it's, really, it's more of just a layout issue, I think. Yeah. All the info's there, and it's presented when, when you're reading through the actual item in a great way. The player, you know, the character generating stuff is a little more clear because I feel like it, you just can't help it but be that way. But there's stuff in the first few pages that should maybe be lighter. <laughs> yeah, and it's all over. And it's you know honestly, once you get playing, it's neither here nor there. But it's definitely, I feel like, does a little bit of a disservice to the game for new players. But it's still it's all you got, and it's what you got to start <laughs> <Yeah>. with. <laughs> it already looks intimidating because you most of your rule books that you buy with other board. You know, a board. I shouldn't say other board oh, yeah. games, but this with is it. a book. It's 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 a legit book, and it, and it's beautiful. It's got great uh, artwork in it. It's a um, half inch thick book. Yeah, oh, the artwork is way better than what I remember. Yeah, it's got. I think it's great. The one it's I had improved was like significantly. Had had like a Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> drawing. It was awful. <laughs> so, I but th- also great. I still remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, there's. So it was that strangely like badly drawn yet stuck in your <laughs> stuck in your head picture <laughs> so I, I think our encouragement to anyone listening to this um 
is to there, there's lots of ways to get involved in this game. Uh, we would recommend buying the player's handbook and or at least the starter set. Yeah, or or the starter set. Um, that and, that and, honestly, I think that might be a better place to start because it comes with one set of dice. Oh yeah, that's true. It comes with a pre-made adventure. Yeah, and it comes with a, a very pared down version of the player's yeah. handbooks, like starter set. Unless you, unless you know for you, you will never you never want to be a dungeon master. You never want to run your own game. Uh, then you know that that would be the only reason not to go not to buy yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Um, but outside of that, <laughs> you don't want to read the. The same adventure your dungeon masters. Yeah, like. yeah. You don't want to. It'd be like having spoilers constantly. Uh, so, if you just want to play player's handbook, if you think that you might want to be a dungeon master, definitely buy the starter set. I mean, outside of like it has everything, it also is a great value. <laughs> um, we're we're going to sound like a, we're a Wizards of the Coast like commercial here, but um, not not after that glowing review I gave of the layout. <laughs> the, the layout is horrible, but. Um, that's where you start, and but if you're a person, you know, if you're more of a like a kinesthetic learner, jump right in and yeah. you know find a game to play in. Fancy. Uh, <laughs> uh, find some friends that want to play and just jump in. Um, yeah, I started with I've got six people playing right now, which is probably about the most you want starting off. And we've got, you know, we've got two players that just through scheduling and work. Are kind of in and out, but we've we've managed to make that work so far. And I'm running a mixture of my own story meshed together with the the starter set pre-made adventure. So I've kind of mushed two things together. Yeah. And Joe, I think you're doing your own. Yeah, just full uh, on, right? Yeah, we started with a, an idea um, from. Uh, uh, Hanker Fernell, uh, Drunkens and Dragons, he, uh, just a, a, a scene, and we started there. And I, I think I'd have been playing as a character like, with Heidi and Zach and, and uh, Daniel and Suzanne and, and Ian. That's where I started playing. When I was talking about Dinner and Dragons, I started with them. But I think you know, I've been playing about five or six months and just said, gosh, I, I wonder if my brother and one of my buddies, Brandon, would want to play and we started we started a game from there because they they had never played before either. And then some of the people that we played with in Dinner and Dragons uh, at Heidi and Zach's house are now playing in <laughs> in our adventure as well. So it's kind of fun to to go to the different spots and see what different dungeon masters are dreaming up. But yeah, I, yeah, because it's totally different from person to person. So we we might as well start. I mean, we've started already, <laughs> but we might as well kind of like. If we're gonna like this is this is sort of the intro to our podcast, and so it might be a bit more rambling than later ones. But also, this this is sort of the intro to the game too. So, so we've talked about you're definitely gonna want the player's handbook or the starter set just to get you going. But from there, you know, part of the big mystery for a lot of my players was I think I mentioned this a, a few minutes ago is that. They kind of didn't know what to expect when they showed up. Yeah. We had, I had made their characters with them, and which was super confusing for them. And I think it would be for anyone that hasn't played. It's still a little bit confusing for me. Oh, yeah. How to do it? Yes. Definitely, definitely confusing. But what, so the the core of the game is you're going to have somebody who's running this game, the DM, and. It's kind of up to them how they explain the adventure to you, but as the player, but everyone at the table who's a player is going to have a sheet with their character on it, and you've got that sheet's going to have different races that you can choose from. You know, these are all very definitely Lord of the Rings inspired. I think from back in the early days of the game, you have yeah, d- it's a, dwarves, it's, humans, yeah. elves, etc. Fan- a fantastical medieval world. Exactly. And then from there, you're going to choose... Your players, specifically, will need to choose a sort of what type of adventurer or <laughs> evildoer, however they want to play the <laughs> game, because honestly, you can do anything, what they want to be. So you can be a rogue, uh, 
you can be a ranger, which is very Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. I, don't even, I think I pronounced his name wrong just then. Oh, sorry. Um, but just a mix of that kind of stuff. And you can, everyone can mix and match and do what they want as far as how that goes. But you're going you're gonna to put that all down on this player's hand sheet. And when you start, you're going to be at level one. You're not going to be able to do anything. You're going to be a big wimp <laughs> who's the right kind of townsfolk could beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as you play, that character gets more experience and can do more things. And that's just part of the story. Like as the as the dungeon master tells the story and the players kind of their choices dictate which direction it goes. The characters change and the story changes and it's it's sort of ever moving. Yeah. But there is no there is no sort of like here's a little path on this board where we do this and then you do that and then we do this. It's it's basically like a totally open-ended. It's definitely more akin to a modern RPG video game as far as how that works than say you know, shoots and ladders. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah, I think it, most of the, or I, I, I think if you're a dungeon master, you're you're shooting for, um, you know, I've heard it called a sandbox game or open world game. But you know, if you're a player, part of the fun is you can you feel like you can make any decisions. Yeah, you can do that. That was a big that was a big eye opener for a lot of my uh, my players because none of them had ever played. So I kind of maybe gave them a little bit more in-depth description than you'd need to for more experienced players just to get them started and kind of intro them to what was happening. But the first time I said, all right, what do you guys want to do? Like half the table went, what do you mean? (laughs) I was like, well, you guys can now do whatever you want based on what I just told you and, and described to you about where you are and what's going on and... And so they just kind of went from there, and they're filling in their own backstories about how they got to this place and what they're doing and where they want to go. And I kind of feed them little little nuggets of interest to kind of move it along. And then, I mean, Joe and I have talked about it. We're just kind of building it as we go somewhat. Yeah. And then if things start sticking, I start putting more work into it. <laughs> like I kind of went a little overboard with my city. <laughs> that I put together one day. It was but, a cool map, though. But yeah, that's that's as close to a board as you'll get is the is the map, mm-hmm. and that'll that'll pop up a lot. And everyone does this different. Honestly, there's no right way to handle it. You could play theoretically without anything, right? It's it's up to the player players hand sheets, yeah, and talking, yeah. But most. Most games seem to run with some version of a grid system. The rules are set up for that, especially during combat. Um, the exploratory nature of the game is does not require that. Right, yeah. And, uh, but there are people, though, that will build these elaborate miniatures. and. Uh, oh, yeah, you can like take you that can... as far... or as streamlined as you want to go. Yeah, we've seen people online do... Like you drew this beautiful elaborate map on um, on paper, but I've seen people create the, a three dimensional version of that that their players interact with. So I think that's the other thing is like you you can satisfy a lot of different hobbies with this game. Too. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm a I'm a painter and an artist, kind of craftsman person. So I've I very much I'm more than happy to sit down and draw a map on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, some people would rather do that on a computer and or there's plenty of companies. <laughs> you have no artistic skills like me, <laughs> and you have to use computer assisted. Uh, but map there's plenty drawing, of people that make maps. Yeah. For this, I mean, there's an endless amount of sort of outside resources. And we hope that this becomes that at least for discussing how the game works and how different rules work which we felt was a little bit lacking for some yeah for all we know this it was it was either somewhere. difficult to understand or ambiguous like 
that was yeah the, we we both just ran across a series of like live play a recorded play podcast joe is actually doing a version of that now yeah yeah uh, uh, Stormwatch Homebrew, if you want to listen to a... Yeah, uh, you can listen to the game he is running. <laughs> a completely unedited uh, uh, us playing at the table, uh, sitting around a microphone. And really, we, like, we're not making apo- any apologies for it, because the, initially it was is a uh, recording so that if any of our players couldn't make it to a game, if you wanted to listen to what happened during that game, you could go back and listen to it. There is no production value to it at all. <laughs> so um, if you do listen to it, I apologize for that. We don't, we're not individually mic'd or anything like that. There's a microphone that is attached to a bookshelf that's hovering above us, and that's our game. But Yeah, what, what else do you think we should would, would help if you were starting? What would be something that... I feel like for me it was just... Like, I had played before, so mm-hmm. really for me, I knew I was going to be DMing. So, it was just, I was just, I felt like I had to read the player's handbook cover to cover just to relearn the mechanics yeah. of it. Yeah, I think it's, there's there are so many rules um, that instead of me trying to give advice, like at which, which ones to focus on or read the whole book... Um, my advice is just to jump in and and do it and play and have fun and move the game along and if if you get to a point where uh, you don't know what to do or you've never been there before just make it up yeah try to try your best to yeah that that's what, what seems fair I feel like that gets lost a lot yeah um, is that the rules are literally there to kind of structure the story so that so that it's not just madness right i mean the the and we're going to talk about this in a future podcast because i think we we're thinking we want to do just one that explains the some of the core mechanics themselves like why the player's hand sheet looks the way it does and and all those sorts of just getting into a little bit more of the under the hood but this is really like we wanted this particular episode to be a apparently rambling intro to the game (laughs) yeah well i think just to just to be familiar with who we are what we what we're doing why we like the game and why we felt this was a podcast that we thought should exist um but yeah i'd start i'd just jump in i'd say get the player's handbook or the starter set i mean for me i think i'm glad i got the starter set first because i knew i was going to be dming uh because the the pared down rules cover a lot of the same stuff um just with honestly way less detail to get you going for a little bit uh it's not going to answer a lot of the questions yeah that'll come up later <laughs> but seriously that's really you just need a story to tell and honestly the hardest part when you get started is making it's like building those characters on those character sheets it really is that's that's probably the biggest hurdle yeah like to get into the game is like that's the hurdle i think for me it was same same yeah yeah i had friends you know they they said yeah we want to play and then okay i want to be this character cool i'll make your character sheets for you and then 17 hours later i'd made two character sheets (laughs) yeah we we had the same we i'd i'd and I knew because no one had played that I'd need to kind of do a little hand-holding in the beginning. They're getting a little more independent with that stuff now, which is great. Because um, ultimately, you know, you want to hand off the player's character responsibilities to the player completely. Mm-hmm. But Joe and I are also going to recommend like things we found that make it easier mm-hmm. to Both run, for players. run the game, yeah. to be a player. We found a couple of apps... Actually, yeah. way more than a couple of apps. Yeah. A bunch of apps that we like for that do different things. Um, I found one for player for character generating that was a huge help. It did a lot of the math, which I'm terrible at. Yeah. In you know the <laughs> supreme calculating <laughs> ability of my phone <laughs> compared to me. And now Wizards of the Coast has the D and D Beyond, which help has a character. Yeah, they're uh, working on creator. that. That's that's something they've got in the works. Yeah. Which for me, to tell you the truth, is helpful because the 
you know, one of the other things is the index in the player's handbook and the DM guide and the monster manual seem to not have any of the things I'm looking <laughs> up, but I know they're in the book because I've read them before. Yeah. So what, why, do you think, why do you think that it's gotten popular again recently? Do you think it was the attention from media, like Stranger Things, or do you think it... I think, well, I mean, I know specifically for me that that did it, but I think I think the biggest thing is is like you know with video game systems and just how easy it is to communicate with your friends via f- you know phone or text. You don't have to actually hang out with your friends anymore. <laughs> that's true, and that's the part I loved and was super nostalgic for when I saw it on the show on you know on Stranger Things was that it wasn't the fact that oh, this reminds me of my childhood it was like I was like I miss like we just go hang out for like 3 or 4 hours and not do anything else we just hang out and talk and laugh and goof off and this is a great reason to just have like okay we get together on you know Friday or Sunday or whatever, once a week, every two weeks, and we do this for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. You just hang, like, we always get together. We cook food first. We hang out. We drink beer and eat chips the whole time. Yeah. That's that it. sounds like an awesome and night. And it's just, <laughs> people don't do that as much. Think you go, you meet your friends, and you go, maybe go get a beer or something at a bar, but that's a different like to me that's a different thing like that's fun but it's you know just loud music and it's it's it doesn't have that we're just hanging out at each other's house kind of goofing off yeah. kind of feeling in that way it, it's a forced way of fun communication it's like honestly <laughs> it's what it's the kind of stuff i think people would do without technology yeah like that's how i hung out with my friends growing up. I don't feel like kids probably... I don't have kids, so I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah, we are the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, you know, like I, I have nieces and nephews. I think you do, too. And you see them... You know, I'll go walk, walk oh, by... Forever. And they're, they're pretending and they're doing their thing over there. And then at some point, that becomes embarrassing and you lose that in your life. And I regret not knowing up about this game... In middle school, like I wish I would have been playing for so long. Um, oh yeah, we yeah we used to play. Man, we'd play. We'd step all night. Yeah, we'd we'd play on like a Saturday, Friday or Saturday, and we'd step all night yeah. and play. And this and for me has fun. been a, also a way to reconnect with some people too. Um, that it, you know for whatever reasons we hadn't been hanging out as much uh, before. So, um, well that's great. I I didn't really have anything else for this intro. Uh, no, this is this is just the bare bare bones as far as what we're talking about intro, but we plan to cover you know more of the specifics of the rules, the mechanics of the game, sort of things that Joe or I might individually come across during our game that we just thought, oh, that would make a great you know, that's come up a few times. And, yeah. you know, let's talk maybe about I this. dropped the ball as a DM <laughs> on that one. We both probably did, but and you know, we want to talk you, whether it's like iPhone apps we want to recommend or you know apps for whatever for, that help that help you to play the game and we're going to get we're going to kind of get a little more specific going forward with a few of those things and we even, yeah. we're even going to have a few guests on yeah and, and it, i think the cool part too is uh, like just part of the popularity i think is just the, yeah like that need or want but also now that there's so many resources that we can jump into or find and we want to point you guys to some of those things yeah Um, we're going to be we're going to set up a way to get in touch with us and ask us questions or something that you might think is like oh please talk about this (laughs) this is a big yeah this is a big question in our game or i want to start playing and you know tell me a little bit more about this particular thing or did you have trouble with this and we're going to do our best to talk about that stuff we also don't know what we're doing yeah we don't so we're going to be using (laughs) this as an opportunity to learn as we go yeah we're learning together 
I guarantee we're going to get people that are going to email us about how we're doing something wrong. Yeah, then that's fine. Who cares? You yeah. know, we're 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 the we're the dummies in this D and D and dummies podcast. Um, but we hope it's helpful, and we hope that uh, you'll interact with us as well and let us know um, things that you want us to talk about. Like Ben was just saying, uh, what are, what are some things we can cover that make that's helpful to you as a new player, or can you point someone that you're hoping will play? to this podcast so they <laughs> have an idea of what, what's going on um or not or not this might solve zero this mysteries might, this might make people not want to play <laughs> i don't know hopefully hopefully it'll uh get people to play but uh, <laughs> I, it's all the more players the better and and we'll in, in a future episode talk about uh a, a potential type of, of Dungeons and Dragons that may have up to, you know, I don't know how many players, 50 players, but, um, anything else, Ben, that you had? No, I think that's, I think that's it for, you know, the intro to D and D and dummies. <laughs> um, as of right now, you can reach us at D in the letters D in D in the word dummies on Twitter and on Instagram. So if you want to reach out, please do so. Uh, we will respond, uh, hopefully efficiently as efficiently as two lazy guys can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, D N dummies, uh, on Twitter and on the Instagrams. And, uh, if you got any questions, please reach out and we hope you enjoy it. We hope you have a fun time with this podcast. We hopefully will make it as entertaining as possible. Um, and, yeah what do you think sounds good to me all right let's wrap it up let's do it done